What's good, homies? Welcome back to episode nine, part two of our age. Um, what do we call it? We called it something really clever. Despised for your youth. Despised for your youth. Uh, the Bible's clever. You can thank God. Series theme a bobber. Good job, BSV and God. Um, <laughs> not in that order. <laughs> not in that. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I didn't yeah. say them in any particular order. It just that's the way they came out. Oh, that's true. But welcome to the podcast. Um, <laughs> Sam's clearly taken horse tranquilizers <laughs> <since> last, <laughs> <recording>. last episode. <laughs> it's getting late. Give man. him a minute. He'll get warmed up. We'll get yeah, him back in there. Slowly. But um, yeah, take it away, Chris. What, what are we talking about today? Oh, me. Oh, well. Delegation. Yeah. Just kind of continuing the last episode where we awkwardly left off and transitioned. Um we are kind of getting into age, um, what kind of role that can play. And I think we started to touch on how that comes into play in ministry mm-hmm. and just get into yeah. that a little bit more. Um, and the question that I kind of wrote out that Sam really liked, um, which is why I thought you were going to read it. Was, um, do you think like younger people or students um, should be held to the same or similar expectations as older people um, or vice versa in some cases, you know, like, should you expect older people to be held to whatever standard you're holding your students to. And it's also kind of vague, but if you think of any specific circumstances or ministries in particular. I mean, the first thing that I thought of was like language. Mm. So like, which is so interesting because so if you think about it, like if there was a student in youth ministry, you're like, Hey, don't swear as bad. Mm. And then like, (laughs) Your youth leaders are like, ah, nah, like, and sweat all over the place. Like, mm. or like, not even youth leaders, just like other adults. Right. So, like, I think, like, that is a good example of what you're asking. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think it is. But then you can also take it to conduct, right? Like, if you expect the younger kids to act mature and, like, not like be disrespectful if your peers or the very teachers that are doing that are being disrespectful to each other, then what does that show the kids? Mm-hmm. And I think the youth leader was kind of a bad example of that. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. but I think it was, we're going to get into like some mud if we continue down that road, but yeah, but yes, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you should be holding the same people to the same expectations. Yeah. I actually, I kind of like that you said other adults. Yeah. Cause like, if I'm getting bothered when my students are swearing, but not when like my pal Mike is cursing up a storm. I know a lot of Mike's. So that was a good name to go with. Oh. Um, oh. But yeah, like why is that not bothering me as much? Like, should I not be holding several mics to <laughs> the same standard as my students, even though it's a different context or relationship, you know? I mean, and I think that's kind of like human nature of like, we want to draw that line of like, Oh, what's your, you know, nineteen point five. Yeah, you're, you're allowed to swear, and it is acceptable. Yeah, or like we can think of a bunch of other examples, but like we want, we immediately jump to that. Like, oh, we need to make a line, or as long as I'm not in church, it's like okay if like mm. someone says this or does this, or even if I can say this or do this. Right. So yeah, or like yeah, if we're at a certain level of our relationship, mm. I can yeah. let that go, which is true. I don't know if that's right or not. Yeah, I I agree with you because I have like when the closer I get to someone, I a lot I tend to be a bit more laxed, right? Mm -hmm. Um, especially in the mystery setting. Um, 
I think it's an idea of like understanding, right? Uh, I think we talked about this in a previous episode where we were talking about the idea of like, what is, what is okay to share? Right. And I think this comes into age, right? Like, and a bit of wisdom. If you determine and you discern that the individual is wise enough to accept and hear um, the thing that you want to share with them and like they'll use that information for good. Mm-hmm. That's a bugo. Yeah. Um, then I think that's like, Oh, okay. Like, that's where like age might not matter. Right. Um, I think about like my middle school students from when I, from my summer camp, when they're in sixth grade, I was a lot more stern with them, but once they hit their eighth grade and their well, as it hit the summer of their eighth grade going to ninth grade, that's when I was a lot more lax. Like that's my kids at some point, like we were on a field trip. They hated the field trip. We are old Sturbridge village. If you don't like <laughs> Amish people or whatever they are, yeah just don't go right um but what we did was in order to make it fun i was like you know i know you guys don't like it so why don't we just find a secluded like place to just like mess around and just blow up stuff or whatever (laughs) um and lo and behold we found like a stream where we just hung out and there's like we it was like a little bridge and there was a stream underneath so then like they took off their shoes and like rolled up their pants and then they just like jumped in oh i mean it was the summers that were just shorts but like we all jumped in just hang out and just like chilling we just sat there we didn't even go explore the village because we were just like we're just gonna find a waterfall or whatever mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was because i trust them over the time and i knew like they would be able to handle that yeah and then like kind of going back to your example that's something you would say um <laughs> to kind of go back to your example like it's also i think like you get to know somebody better you develop a different relationship and at a certain point it's like i don't want to babysit you yeah. like, i think by this point you know where i stand on whether or not that's acceptable and i'm kind of leaving it up to you also yeah which i don't know how much of that has to do with age versus like specific relationship or circumstance but but like i think like at this point with our youth ministry like by this point all the students know you probably shouldn't use certain words you should probably treat people a certain way you know yeah. like <laughs> And it's like the idea of like trusting them that they will be mature enough to understand that they too are an example mm-hmm. for the other people, right? Yeah. Because people start looking up to them. They set the culture. They set the precedent. Mm-hmm. Then should they not also just uphold it? Right. Just straight out of Timothy yeah. right there. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. Tim, good job. <laughs> Tim, Timmy. We're on I a first name basis. Right Tim, but <laughs> you're a good guy. <laughs> That was always confusing for me for a while. Right. What? That it was like like Paul. (laughs) Oh, his letters to Timothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that should be explained. I mean, it is a lot, but like... Yeah, but like... Someone should write that. I mean, the fact that he even wrote a letter to Timothy saying such things. Like, this is an older peer encouraging a younger individual. Mm. Like, Mm. I think that's something that we didn't touch that much on. Like, the fact that he wrote this was to encourage him um, in whatever ministry he was doing, right? It's the level of like, oh, we I trust and know that... You have you are wise and that you have been gifted in so many ways that I want you to flourish and do well in wherever you are. But like on the flip side, it was also like a letter to the people going like, "Wait, no, this guy's legit." Yes, like, yeah. yeah. Like let him do this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like it was like on one side, it was like, "Yeah, like you got this, Timothy and Titus. Like, mm-hmm. like more power to you." But on the other side, it was like, "Wait, no, guys. Like I entrusted them." Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because like you know Paul's more than capable of scolding people mm-hmm. and like he chose good at it yeah quite good actually but he chose not to do it in this case mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure 
there were points where he had to be like, Timothy, cut it out, you know, <laughs> knock it off. But like, <laughs> like he could have written a harshly worded letter mm. to them, but instead, yeah, it's like lifting up the mm. younger guys. Where does knowledge come into play with the term of age, right? Because mm. I, I, I was trying to think of the context of Timothy, right? Like if this is a man who's trying to evangelize to people in the city, they might be older, right? And then they're like, what do you, what do you know that I don't, that entitles you to tell me these things and in this case mm-hmm. it's the gospel right he is sharing and talking about the gospel mm-hmm. like like it doesn't yeah. matter how young you are you know the gospel mm-hmm. and that's what you're out to do is share it yeah which i think is so wild mm-hmm. that people look down on him even though they knew nothing about the subject that he was talking about mm-hmm. i mean like don't i mean like we do that now mm-hmm. i mean like for some reason jump to like if we met like this old scientist who like with a beard and like white hair, mm-hmm. do scientists have beards? I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> Might be a lab hazard. The IT guy <laughs> at our school has super long, like, I'm talking like a sh- butt length oh, long hair. That's my life now. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm calling it now. Two weeks from now, I'm going to talk. All I'm going to talk about is college ministry and the school. <laughs> Coincidentally, the two things that I might be working with. Oh, just kidding. I am working. With. Yeah, that's official. That's official. Yeah, college coordinator. Um, I'm the only person who doesn't have a coordinator title. You're pretty coordinated, though. Really? Have you ever seen me play any sport ever? No, you refuse to play volleyball. Yeah, I'm so bad at volleyball. I love volleyball. I'm so bad. It's like, like sports. Like this is my scale of badness. Like sports. What do you go up or down? I'm worse at volleyball than any other sport. Really? I'm not great, but I just love I've it. never seen you shoot a basketball. My yeah, life. but I'm also really bad at shooting basketball. Same. I'm terrible. I was just, you know, I'll, like look presentable or like wear nice shoes. And- Actually, that's a good example because the second day I showed up to Hub. The some middle schoolers asked me to play basketball, and they assumed I'd be really good because I'm tall. And uh, I I started playing, and they're like, "Maybe you should just stand by the basket <laughs> and like just have your arms up." Because I was just atrocious. I'm so bad at basketball, and anyone in the hub can stop. Yeah, like basically, yeah. <laughs> but they assumed part. I guess I was thinking age, but that's more height than anything. But like you know. <laughs> But, like, I guess they probably figure because I'm tall and I'm older, it's like, oh, this guy will be a pro. But, like, mm. no. And anyone who's seen me play can definitely attest to the fact that I'm terrible. You're definitely yeah, better, better at basketball than I am, but that's okay. Really? Yeah. Oof. I'm bad. Yeah. I mean, you're closer to the net. Yeah, yeah I guess just <laughs> gravity more than anything. Yeah, and put it. You Not even just, gravity. Just... Yeah. Just... Anyways, <laughs> basketball. Oh, <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Was out. Um, we were talking about knowledge mm-hmm. and age. Right. I mean, knowledge and wisdom. We talked a lot about wisdom last episode. Mm. And like, of course, they're different, but they're like... What is the Webster Dictionary of Wisdom? Hmm. Is that a command for me to go I don't know. the Webster I mean, Dictionary of Hey, Alexa. <laughs> what is the definition of wisdom? Wisdom is usually defined as the quality or state of being wise, knowledge of what's true or right coupled with just judgment as to action, sagacity, discernment, or insight. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for wisdom. I like how one was it to be why, like, right. ability, yeah, it's like the ability of, yeah, whatever. It was like to conduct yourself well. 
Or it's like fun- know how to conduct yourself. It's funny because well. we talked about it said the word keywords that we already said knowledge, conduct yourself well. Uh-huh. Um, the last one I heard was discernment or insight, which I think is very fast. That's the key, I think. Yeah, you hear that about that all the time in sermons. Like you can know what the Bible says inside and out, like the Pharisees, but you need, you need a Pharisectomy. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love that. Completely forgot about Whew, that. That was last great. I was not in the room when that. Happened. Yeah, you were in the room for that. But last Sunday, our Ooh. pastor used the term Pharisectomy. I love that. He was, was so in terms bad. of like how we all have like a sinful side <sighs> that we need to root out the Pharisee within us. And he called it a Pharisectomy. I woke up for that. I love that. But it's like true. It's like they knew the word, the scripture, but what were they doing with it? They're just setting laws in place. They're actually doing the opposite of like what, like it wasn't setting anyone free. It was. Oh my gosh. Just thinking about that. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. One thing that Jesus got challenged all, all the time was like his the the idea that he he worked on the Sabbath, right? Mm. Like he healed someone on the Sabbath. Right. And they're trying to use that as a trap, saying you're working. But in reality, it's just like you know, like why, of like rest in itself is not the idea of not doing anything. It's the idea of you know, re- like giving yourself that break and breathing room to know who you like are um, trusting in. But then he flipped that on its side, then used that as an example of saying, you know, I, I'm wise enough to discern that this person needs the immediate help that I want to provide them. Right. And, and even though it is supposedly on the day of rest, like. Imagine if your yeah. rest cost somebody their life. Yeah. You just chose not to do something, <laughs> you know. Mm. Yeah, no doctors don't work on Saturdays anymore. Yeah, right. We don't save people on Saturdays. <laughs> ER is closed. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> that would be so sad. Oh, right. well. Hey, you went to the hospital on a Saturday. I did. Did you? That's how I got the scar. Oh, I think it was a Sunday <laughs> at the time, though. So No, it was a Saturday night. No, oh, it was, like it was a Sunday. Sam wow. would have been saved. I didn't know where the camera was for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have your own camera. <laughs> Couldn't find it. Yeah. Thank you, ER. Because I'm looking at the first question that Chris had. I was talking about like the disrespect of age, like being disrespected because of your age. And you talked about like the property managers like not like listening or doing stuff for you in that aspect. I mean that's a sign of disrespect in your opinion, yeah. I mean, oh, I mean yes. Okay. Like sometimes I forget disrespect is like perspective. It it's is like it's a it's a weird Dis- concept for me. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm, what are you um, saying? I just got so confused. <laughs> um, so, it, like, sometimes I think, like, never mind. So it was disrespectful to me, yes. Like, I felt disrespected. Yeah. It was like, oh, you are not, like, you haven't reached this point enough to be trusted with this. Mm. Um, now, mm. like, that's what I think a lot of life is, right? I, I, like, I think if we're honestly disrespected, it's when, like, someone goes, like, oh, like, you want this, but we don't think you're good enough. Mm. Right? Like, we don't think, honestly, like, maturity or, I mean, I guess sometimes qualifications and that kind of stuff. But, like. So one of the biggest barriers in a lot of like getting opportunities is age or maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not they're separated or not is a different story, but stands in the way a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you talk about perspective, though, like how you perceive that. Because it's like, are they intentionally disrespecting you or like we're showing you a lack of respect or is it like this is a decision we've come to based on factors? Mm. Right, so like I, I struggled with it whether it was objectively disrespectful, yeah, 
which I don't know if there's such a thing, but we're going to pretend it is um, for the sake of this point I'm making. But so I don't know if it was like from a third party perspective, I guess is my, anyways, but like, I don't know if like it would be a considerable disrespectful action of not letting me do this. I guess justifiable sometimes outweighs the disrespect of the individual, mm-hmm. which in some cases is not good. But in this case, I think was like, I can be upset if I don't get a job doesn't mean sometimes that's unjust. Right. Sometimes that's justifiable. Um, so like that's another whole level of that that I didn't even want to get into. But yeah, like I like looking at the situation, I go, okay, that's understandable. I don't think they were causing me any disrespect. Mm-hmm. Right. But I still felt disrespected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Never thought of it like that. Yeah, I mean neither. That's a weird thought. It's funny you meant I like the perspective thing because well, the example that came to my head was that I was disrespected for not because of, so it was because of my age, but I was just, my perspective was that because I'm in a position of leadership, I had been disrespected by my peers because of my age. So like I was a director, I was a co-director of a summer camp at the age of like, from the ages of like what, 20 to 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had peers um, or I had um, counselors that I oversaw that were significantly older than me. I recall this one individual, she was 40 years old at the time. The average counselor age in this group is maybe 21. And I remember I felt disrespected by her because she would, she, I felt like she was looking down on me because of my age. She was like, oh, like, what do you know? Right. Um, and I think for me, then I am returned disrespect to her by accident because. Mm. I, as a young one, didn't respect her age, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, like, like... You're just some old person. Yeah, you're some old yeah. person. Um, and this is also when I realized, like, just because you're old does not mean... Like, the whole idea of, like, the concept of you're not mature or, like, you don't have everything together, right? Like, she was 40 years old. She could not handle two deadlines that I presented to her, mm-hmm. which horrified me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? And then when I brought it up to her, I was like... I, I, I even I, I wasn't even asking aggressively. I was just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, how, how's those things come on? She just burst into tears. And oh. I kid you not, she like collapsed on the couch I was nearby, like dramatically, just sobbing. That's, I was so confused. Unstable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was, no, she like was fine for the rest of the summer. I think she was, the time of life was super stressful for her, like oh. moving to a new place and everything. I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was for me, it was like a very, it was a moment of growth, like what we talked about in previous episodes. Like that moment allowed me to realize I need to be more wary of not only. Um, my perspective and like my um, presentation of like my questions and actions, but also being wary of where she was as, as like someone else, right? Just because you are older doesn't mean you have everything together. Mm. And I don't think you ever will in your life. You just have to accept that. But yeah, I don't want to accept that. What, that you're never going to have everything together. Yeah. I mean, I think actually I have accepted that, mm. but it's, I mean, it just sounds so defeated every, when you say it out loud. My, my perspective <laughs> is this, like every new addition or every gain that you make, you will always find something that you have, that you'll complain or like be. Right. You're never going to reach like the peak. Yeah. You always take two steps forward and one step back. True. And that's like a dance. It's the dance of life. It's all the factors, right? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm so tired. That's an outro right there. Um, it's funny you say that because like it was the idea. I had a I had a friend. He's he wants to be a pastor, but he's working as like a youth director for like a secular organization, and he complains about it all the time. And then he like talked to another peer. He was like, "Hey, like 
you know, maybe if I wasn't, the peer was our English pastor. He was like, oh, maybe if I wasn't, if I worked in ministry, I probably wouldn't complain as much. And then the pastor was like, are you kidding? Oh, yeah. You'll be complaining about just as many things as you do about a secular organization. Mm-hmm. We are disgruntled, broken sinners. We will always have something to complain about. Oh, absolutely. If not more. I was going to say, like, as soon as you're more passionate about something, you're just going to get more upset about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, okay, Enterprise will sometimes, you know, rub me the wrong way. Or I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Mm. But, like, I'm never like, what? Like, I'm never, like, so mad because something shady or, like, weird or mm-hmm. destructive happens at Enterprise. But, like, I could get so angry because there's a table in the wrong spot at first base. Right. Like, that is that is something I've been <laughs> upset about in the past. But, like, there's a level of, like, I care so much more about this. Yeah. And I have higher expectations there, but, like... Mm-hmm. That's a part of it. No, yeah, ex- exactly with this job. Like, I, you guys witnessed me when I came back. I was like all brain dead and like complaining about so many things. But I'm just really inspired by the individuals who run the show, right? Like, mm-hmm. despite like the lack of like overall organization. I mean, it's the first week, right? But like, they're constantly working around the clock trying to find solutions. Mm-hmm. And I'm, of course, I'll complain about the problems at hand, but like, they're finding solutions, and I respect that to such a high end. Yeah. Like, and, like, why yeah. would you if you didn't care? Like, why yeah. would you respect that so much if it was, like, oh, yeah, whatever. So, like, it's so fascinating. I, I, I can't – I'm so hung up on what you said. It's, like, pers- it's all perspective. Mm. Life is a yeah. bad game of perspective. It yeah. really is. It really is. And I feel like that's almost what Paul's kind of saying to some extent in his letter mm. to Timothy. I mean, I don't want to just go ahead and summarize the entire letter to, t- letter to Timothy like that, but it is, like – like, how do you perceive this kid mm. essentially walking into you and preaching to you? Yeah. You know? I mean, Tyler said it himself, right? It was like a letter of encouragement to Timothy, but then also like a backup letter for Timothy to all the other elders. It was like, yo, bruh, like, check him out. Like, he's mm. he's he's legit, right? Yeah. And I think that and with age also comes the idea of that. So it, also using age to your advantage, right? Like, yeah. how do you use it to support other people? Because if there are people who look up to you, then that's where the power of delegation comes into play, right? It's like, oh, this person, if they perceive you as someone who's more mature or like a lot wiser, then they will, your your affirmation and your, um, what's the one, your endorsement. Like is your what's counsel. Su- yeah, okay. yeah. It, it supports the individual who is trying to get moving on. Yeah, like if you know how you're perceived, yeah, the better you understand that. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, I think sometimes when I train new people at work, like just because I'm older, they immediately think like, "Oh, this guy probably knows a little bit what he's talking about," and then they work with me for a shift and they're like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> but <laughs> friendlies, what? Right. <laughs> Ooh. So that's why this establishment's like this. <laughs> that's why everything's on fire. Ice yeah. cream makes a meal. What? <laughs> I should have ice cream today. Oh. I did. Yeah, I, re- I regret it. Dude, last week honest. we literally recorded an episode about not eating ice cream. You know what I'm excited about after the end of this episode? Yeah. Eating ice cream. Eating I w- some ice cream. I was excited to make a comeback after that because. Monday and Tuesday, I hit the gym. I was feeling great. I ate a little bit better. I was ready to get on the podcast and be like, yo, I've already turned things around. And then today, I've just like, I feel like death. Yeah, you had Taco Bell when you got here. Yeah, the Taco Bell really just was not a good call. (laughs) I like hanging out with older people. Yeah. I I, I live with somebody who's almost, who's, 
three times older than me, actually. More than that. Sweet. More than three times older. Oh, yeah. It is. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's that old? He's 85. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. He he's in killer more... shape, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, what the heck? Oh, he's in better shape. He's, the other day, he's like, I went for a hike and a swim. Like, dude, I took a nap after like a six hour shift, dude. <laughs> What's it like to be like, I want to be, that's what I aspire to be. Like, yeah. And that's a kind of an age thing too. Like you assume because he's 85 that he's like decrepit and out of shape. And he's like one of the most passionate, like on fire, like in good shape individuals you've ever met. Yeah. So I can go the other way too. And I've definitely been guilty of that. Because, like, even Friendly's, the restaurant I work at, I assume nobody out of the area is going to not know what Friendly's is. But, like, it's it attracts a lot of old people just because they grew up with Friendly's. And so yeah. you they walk in and you immediately start judging them based on certain things, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that person has a walker. They don't want to sit way in the back, blah, 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 among other things. But, like, then you talk to them and you're like, oh, you're just a person. And I'm just making a judgment call yeah. based on you, the fact that you have an oxygen tank with you in a mm -hmm. restaurant, you know. That's, I think for me, my, my problem is the opposite. I Because you're older, I assume you are wiser and mm -hmm. I can learn so much from you. Right. And that's like in the case that does happen, right? Like yeah. my the, the paraprofessional coworker that she took me under her wing. She's 60 years old. Mm -hmm. Doesn't look a day over 60. but And she was like, I want to teach you everything. And she did. And I love stuff like that. Just like learning as much. Mm -hmm. My idea is like I, would, I love learning from older individuals and mm -hmm. just like gleaning from their life the bus driver around 65 i'm learning so much about just like kind of like how he like got he wrestled with life and trying to understand things and everything and it gives i think for me it's also the idea of like the older you are i realize oh that person's so far down their timeline that if they're fine i can also be fine too mm -hmm. yeah not saying that their life is miserable and they're like aha it sucks for you but like <laughs> it's just like oh like they went through a lot of the similar things that I went through, and here they are. And mm, more perspective. Like yeah, it's more perspective. Yeah, mm. I just like information gathering. Yeah, and I always talk about how I'm super thankful for the choir. Like I was directing them, but mostly what that meant is like I picked out music, set up rehearsals, sent out emails, like the behind the scenes stuff that nobody really wanted to do. And like I have a music degree, so that helped too. But like I learned so much from them. Mostly. You know, like they like even musically like. Just the fact that I have a degree doesn't mean that half of them can't sing way better than me. Or mm. And then, like, just so many of them, to still steal what you just said, took me under their wing and, like, yeah. helped me out in countless ways and, mm. like, poured into my life and just helped me. And most of them are older, like 90% of the choir probably. their retirement age or, like, middle age. Yeah. So. I thought you were going to say something. Me too. You had that look. I mean, so I was reading your last question a moment ago. Uh, we touched on it briefly a second ago, but I think like expectations versus snap judgments mm. are like two different things, right? Mm. So the example of the walker, I thought was very interesting. I went into server mode for a second. I was like, <laughs> all right, what table's open? This is the closest to us. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Anyways, but <laughs> PTSD of uh, restaurant industry right there. I'm having um, dreams of serving. Like, it's <laughs> terrible. Ah, how do you want your steak? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> how do you want your steak? <laughs> uh, 
I'm just picturing like you're in like this fiery, like you're in hell. <laughs> it's just you just hear medium well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the medium well button. <laughs> Anyways, oh. They didn't ask me how I want my steak cooked at Applebee's. They didn't. That was. We're not going to talk about that. That was a disaster. Yeah, they probably should have asked me how I wanted my chicken cooked, <laughs> <laughs> or if I wanted it cooked. If you wanted your chicken, if you wanted it cooked. Oh, that um, was rough. Anyways, expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, versus like, judgments. stamp judgments, right? And so, like that analogy of the woman in the walker, and how, like, yeah. I, after immediately jumping to that conclusion, I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I would have been like, oh, like, you're being compassionate. I think that camera stopped recording. Oh, um, set that up. You keep talking. Like, I think you, like, were being compassionate and going like, oh, like, we should try to seat this woman, right? And I don't think you were jumping to, like, a judgment, per se. And, of course, that was an example. Right. Um, but That is a good point, though, yeah. yeah. If you want to be courteous, not make them walk a mile to sit down. Right. And so, like... I mean, you have expectations of like, oh, wait, the, clearly this woman has, or man, I don't know why I thought woman, maybe you said woman, but like, has it like, clearly has a walker for a reason. And so like, we should accommodate that, right? Um, we should work with that situation to figure that out. And the same thing with youth, right? Mm-hmm. Youth, right? Maybe they, you know, don't understand certain concepts or don't have that life experience. Transforming that message into something that they can understand and can, you know, make sense of. Yeah is like crucial um so yeah um i know we didn't really um finish up that conversation but oh this is a game changer um, is it the stool's creaking well yeah fine. you can i can move and talk and like not worry but um just for the sake of time um i know this is a conversation we'll probably keep going down the road because age you can talk about them forever but mm-hmm. i think we should wrap this up for the sake of technical difficulties and uh batteries that are dying so Um, Just to end off this talk one more time, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers as an example in speech and conduct in love in faith and in purity. First Timothy 4.12. And that camera died. And the camera died. So don't let your age be something that deters you from serving. Don't let your age be something that deters you from just speaking out um, in wisdom or in just truth. Mm -hmm. Um, Be wary though. Um, understand the concepts and just the different boundaries that are going on in these conversations. Understand that people may look down on you because of what the world tells you, but be brave, share what you share. And if God is truly willing and telling you to share these things, then so be it, right? So that's our encouragement for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy this two-part series. Maybe we'll have more about age down the road. Maybe we'll have an episode dedicated to the tangents of Tyler. That's a title in the workings. Mm. Um, But yeah, so... As we look into the camera. That one down too. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe. Hit that little bell. Bing. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. And just tell your friends. Tell a friend. Tell multiple friends. Tell you all friends. your friends. Share about us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, until then. Have a good one. Yeah. We, we out. out.